0: Hello my friends, welcome to the How Are You Living podcast, I am your host Nathan Chilton. I think we can all agree that life can be hard sometimes and my hope with these podcasts is to help make it a little bit easier, providing you with information to inspire and empower you to live the life that you want. So the question that I'll ask you is how are you living? Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hope everyone's doing well. So, today's podcast is all about self care. And I know this is a phrase or a couple of words that gets used a lot, but I really want to break it down to make it really simple, but also simplify the importance of how you care for yourself. Because we all know that how we care for others isn't always a true reflection of how we care for ourselves. And I think that this is due to the misconception that caring for yourself is selfish when in fact it is the complete opposite if you aren't caring for yourself and you are putting others continually before yourself especially caring for others you will burn out your cup will get empty and you can't give from an empty cup so it is actually the most selfless thing you can do is to care for yourself so, if we break down the word self care, if we look at self, so self is a person's essential being that distinguishes themselves from another. So, there's always going to be a slight difference in between someone's self care routine because, in essence, we're all very different. But that said, I believe that everyone's self care routine has to have a foundation of self-care practices that help you move you towards expressing better health. So things like are you moving well? Are you thinking well and managing your thoughts? What are your sleep patterns like? Are you getting enough rest? And what are you putting in your body? So what, fuel, what are you fueling your body with? What are you eating? And if you really hone in on those pillars of health that I've just mentioned, that's a great foundation and does tick off most things that you'd want to be doing on a daily basis to care for yourself and I get that life is is hectic and chaotic sometimes and excuses of being too busy or not having enough time I haven't got the energy I'm not in the mood they're all excuses really because like I mentioned at the start if you aren't putting yourself first you are not going to be bringing your best self to the table. So it's going to have a ripple effect on every relationship, every circumstance that you have in your life, whether it be with your your partner, loved ones, children, work colleagues. If you are not turning up as your best self, it's very likely that those interactions that you're having won't be as successful as they could be. And this boils down to kind of just surviving in life, rather than thriving and I believe that it boils down to setting boundaries for ourselves having enough respect and understanding towards ourselves that our health is our responsibility it's no one else's so when it comes to the excuses of being too busy not enough time you have to reframe that in your mind and think if I don't carve out this time for me I will be presenting myself not at my best. So if you are struggling prioritising your self-care, it needs to be scheduled. Because I know if I don't schedule things that I need to do throughout the day, it doesn't get done. So by having it written down in a diary, whether it be a paper diary or on your phone, if it's in your schedule, you are more likely to get it done And if when you're listening to this, you're feeling a sense of guilt maybe for putting yourself first, just remember that it is the most selfless thing you can do. And setting boundaries for yourself will help everyone around you, particularly your your loved ones, your partner, your children. So if these people do have your best interest at heart, they should be very pro you doing anything that you can to be your best self and one thing to bear in mind here is that if people are finding it hard to understand or empathize to why you need to set these boundaries this isn't your problem it is their problem and it isn't your place to try and fix that it is your job to try and be the best version of yourself day in day out that doesn't mean you can't help them hold space for them to help them on their journey of self-discovery but you can't use up too much of your energy and time trying to care for someone else if you aren't caring for yourself and if I use myself as an example here so being a chiropractor for the past decade there's a lot of giving it's a lot of caring and I think for for a large part of my career I was neglecting the fact that I needed to fill my cup up and have practices in place to recharge and put myself first, um, which is something I've learned later on in my career, but that's just a prime example, that the times where I was neglecting self-care were the times when I felt most tired. And in times in practice when I had my busiest weeks, when I was on point with my self-care, my self-care routines and daily practices, no matter how busy my week was caring for others, I would finish that week energised, ready for the weekend ahead. So back to boundaries. There are many types of boundaries. You have physical boundaries, intellectual boundaries, sexual boundaries, emotional boundaries, financial boundaries. And yes, all these boundaries are extremely important and they are all boundaries that you need to consider. But when I am saying boundaries during this podcast, it's more the emotional aspect of those boundaries making sure that your needs and desires are met. Because if your basic needs aren't being met for whatever reason, as mentioned previously, it's going to be extremely difficult to give out of an empty cup. So boundaries need to be set. And if you are setting these that involve other people in your life, in different relationships, they need to be set early and communicated early. Because what can happen is you might have the idea of these boundaries in your head but if you haven't communicated these to other people in your life it becomes a bit of a guessing game and you might get frustrated and resent them because they aren't respecting your boundaries but you haven't actually communicated your boundaries in the first place. And if you're thinking I don't even know what my boundaries are I'm just going to go over a few ways on how to set boundaries or even figure out what your boundaries are. So there's no right or wrong boundary. Everyone's very individual. But ways that you can start to figure out what your boundaries actually are is just start off with some reflection. Reflecting on things that might not be going too well in your life or areas that you're feeling uncomfortable because normally that will help uncover um, areas that would maybe benefit from having a boundary. And you don't really know until you start to dive deep and do some introspection, some self-reflection. So here, mindfulness, meditation and journaling are all great tools to help with this self-reflection and to help you cultivate a better self-awareness. And as a result of that, you're then going to be more conscious to, to what boundaries you might benefit from having in your life. Not only do those practices of meditation, mindfulness, and journaling help with figuring out your boundaries, they're in fact three staples of near enough any good self care routine. And I know they're the three top on my list, and they're things that I normally do at the start of the day. So it's a bit of a win win. You can help improve your self care routine. At the same time, it also might reveal some of the boundaries that you might want to put in place to help improve. And express a better version of yourself, so, as I mentioned a moment ago it 's important to set boundaries early on in in a relationship or circumstance that you're that you 're in but if you 're completely new to setting boundaries, it can be very overwhelming. So start small and experiment nothing set in stone. so if you set a boundary and you 're not happy with it, as long as you 're communicating clearly with the the people involved in those boundaries everything will be okay. And be consistent with the boundaries that you set with others. You can't be chopping and changing. You can, but you also have to make sure you are communicating. So being consistent with the boundaries, but if you do want to change them, communicate and open up that dialogue with the people or person involved. So a great way to keep on top of your boundaries is to create a framework or schedule them into your daily, weekly routines. So that swings back around to why boundaries and self-care are are so interlinked. And by having that scheduled in for all to see, it just becomes part of the, the routine for everyone involved. So there's no misunderstanding or misconception. If people know that on this day, at this time, that is time for yourself, that has to be honoured and respected that that is time for yourself. And I think it all boils down to having a lot of self-compassion, self-love and self-acceptance when it comes to self-care and boundaries, which I've already mentioned, they're very interlinked. You could probably say setting boundaries is actually a part of of your self-care routine. So just show yourself the same level of love and compassion as you would someone else and start to change that narrative in your head your self-talk is a very good indicator of how you show up in this world so if you've got a narrative that is continually putting you down reducing your confidence doubting your ability you're going to show up as a, a not very confident person that probably struggles in situations or is hindering their development because they're not even willing to try and fail to then try and succeed. Instead, you want to change your narrative saying you are more than enough, you approve of yourself, you're human, you will make mistakes, but that is part of success. It won't take you very long to start to reprogram your, your thought patterns and that's something that we're blessed with as humans that if we repeat something over and over again, whether it be negative or positive, It will start to rewire how your brain works. And there's that old saying that if you learn to to change and manage your thoughts, you can change your world. And that is true to the letter. But one reason why I think people shy away from that kind of work, because it does take time and a lot of effort. And we're in a day and age where we want everything now, that instant gratification. And it can also feel very uncomfortable dissecting and reflecting on your thoughts so it's an easy thing to avoid but I think it is one of the cornerstones to a self-care routine is to be able to manage your thoughts objectively and and see what's going on in there and if there's anything that needs to be changed to go ahead and change it and as mentioned that is the beauty of being human that we are able make these changes, which will then have a a ripple effect on on everything that we do in our life. So I just want to recap on what self-care is and what I want you to to take away from this is that I want you to start to look after yourself as if you were looking after a loved one. So give the same level of care as you would do for a loved one. And it's important to remember that your level of self-care is directly linked to the level of the health that you are able to express which goes back to your self-care routine needing to have the pillars of health previously mentioned so are you moving on a daily basis what are your thoughts are you thinking well so are you managing your thoughts daily what are you eating so what are you fueling your body with and also what is your rest sleep and recuperation like because without a solid foundation to health it's pretty impossible to have anything else in life. You can have all the wealth, all the money, all the cars, all the houses, all the clothes, insert whatever appeals to you in the materialistical form. But if you haven't got your health, you can't really enjoy any of the worldly pleasures previously mentioned. So I just want to finish on on this and a bit of food for thought. If you think putting yourself first, So prioritising your self-care routine is selfish. Say if you neglect yourself, always worrying and caring for other people, you can only do that for a finite amount of time until you have to start filling up your own cup. So there'll be a time, if you do this day in, day out, months, years, that you will burn out. And then when it gets to that point, you will be reliant on people helping you. So by putting yourself first, You are putting yourself in a better position to look after others but also having more of a capacity to deal with what life throws at you without the need for others to help you which isn't me saying that we don't need help we all do it's impossible to navigate through this life on our own But if you are putting yourself first you will have more capacity, you will be more resilient so you won't necessarily need to rely on others as much as you would if you were neglecting yourself. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already please subscribe, leave a review and share to your friends and family to help them on their health journey. Your support is very much appreciated and I'm going to leave you with one question. How are you living?